check. I think you should check. Check, check, check. No, check like you were checking before. <laughs> check your booty. <laughs> a little bit more. Check your booty. Yeah, that's a good good level for you. I think so. Sounds good. All right, let's start. Welcome to the Regular Guys Random Things Weekly Podcast. Thanks again for listening to these regular guys talk about the most random things. So sit back and relax while they get started. Hey everyone, how's it going? Good. Not you. <laughs> I didn't ask you. Well, you said everyone and I fall into the category of everyone. Hey everyone out there in podcast land, how's it going? Good. Yeah. I listen to podcasts. No, you don't count. <laughs> anyway, we're back with another episode of Random Guys, Random Things. Good. Well, we're pretty regular. <laughs> <laughs> okay. John wants to be host this week. Go. Welcome to Regular Guys, Random Things. We're back for another week of random, regular things. Welcome. You, Hi. You suck. Whatever. Scott, <laughs> you hold the All title right. of host. I'm your host, Scott, and I'm here with John What's up? and Dustin. Hola. And How come I got singled out? He was saying we're hi. regular guys. I never said hi. He did. I said good. Whatever. Random things. That's <laughs> true. John, what'd you do this week? Anything? Oh, freak. I'm not ready. Dustin, what'd you do this week? Thank Anything? You. Oh, freak. I'm not ready. Uh, You're not ready either? <laughs> no, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I had a busy week. Uh Kids are doing the parent-teacher conferencing, so they were off. So I had kids at my house. It's like my lifetime story now. Um, had some work. I did some work on my car, I guess. I had a broken tie rod link suspension or suspension leak that broke, and my car was making some funny noises, so I fixed that. Um, I got a, did I, Have I told you guys I got a new sound bar? No. Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. told us. No, oh, yeah. You said you liked it pretty well. I, I I like it. I'm having some problem with the Arc HDMI, and so I've been playing with that, trying to get it to where it should be. But watch some movies. The Arc HDMI is just supposed to turn on and off the TV and stuff, right? No, it's two way audio, so you can pass audio from the TV to a device, and then the you know it's got two way audio. It's got two way communication on the HDMI. But I'm having a hard time with it. And so oh, I think I'm just going to go to optical for like call it good. speech to text or whatever. No audio. So, so your you TV can say, Hey Google. Oh, okay. So my mm-hmm. TV can send audio to my sound bar. My sound bar can send audio to my TV. And that's not working. Uh, it doesn't work with all my devices. It works between the TV and the sound bar pretty consistently. So they talk back and forth. But when I add other devices, when I ver- first initially set them up, they work, but then I have some problems with it. So I think I'm just going to go back to optical and call it good. Mm-hmm. But we've been watching some movies because of the sound bar, and it's been pretty fun. So, what movies did you watch? First Man. Uh, we watched Bohemian Rhapsody. That would be fun with the sound bar. It was good. Yeah, I, I love that movie. You guys seen it? No, nope. I, I enjoyed it too. Not yet. So I'm that, surprised how much I enjoyed it actually. When that movie came out, I was like, "Oh, I got to see that." You know, I'm a, I'm a Queen fan. And um, my wife's like, eh, I don't know. I, I, I could just listen to the CD. And I was like, no, I don't watch it. And then everybody went and saw it without me. So I didn't, I did get to see it in the, in the theater, but everybody saw it before I did. 
And then when it came out on DVD or Blu-ray, whatever, we, we got it. We've been watching it. So See, I'm a big fan of, like, I really like Queen a lot. But these movies where they go in and they do the life story of whoever, they don't interest me. I didn't like the Johnny Cash one. I didn't Johnny like Johnny Cash the wasn't as good as this one is, though. I've seen both. I, 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 would, I, would, I would agree. Rate Johnny Cash lower. Yeah, I would say this is better than not the musician, just the movie. I just that's the but all these movies in that genre, I I tend to not enjoy them, so I am not. Dude, the Mister Robot guy did. enthused to see this movie, but so if you guys I say it's good. The Mister Robot guy did an amazing job. Yeah, Mally, uh, Rami Malek. Yeah. I think the thing about this movie is. Um, Freddie Mercury was so kind of over the top and kind of char- of a character. And then they also thought outside of the box. They didn't just do things like the norm. They, they were experimental in their music. And so to kind of see that process and see them focus on that was quite a bit of fun. I and just want to listen to their music. You should see the movie, though. All right. It's I'll red see box, it. two bucks. Or I can borrow it to you. I'll just wait till it's on HBO and watch it for free on On Demand. Do they do that pretty quickly and pretty yeah. normally? You could be watching it tomorrow. Oh, you have the. You already have I it? I bring it to you, yeah. All right. Okay. I'll try and watch it. What's it, was it, it rated? It was rated R. PG 13. Just kidding. Is it? Yeah. It, it was at Kids Costco. can watch it too. I watched it with my kids. Yeah, I watched it with my kids too. There was a little bit of stuff in there. I was like, eh, there I don't was have to explain that. There was one spot where Freddie Mercury. I guess this is a spoiler, kind of. There's this one part where Freddie Mercury is walking through a club, and it's a gay club. And um, there's, spoiler alert: <laughs> there's people dressed pretty provocatively. Mm. Um, How's that a spoiler? Well, just in case you want to see it. And we were kind of, you know, when we first heard that there was some things to do with that, we were a little bit worried. But when we watched it, it was like, oh, okay. that wasn't that bad. So the reason I ask is not that I'm opposed to anything, but but our um, non-PG-13 movie watching time is pretty limited, right? Yeah, ours is too. Yeah. There's not a lot of time when there isn't a kid around. So yeah. it's, it's kid friend. My kids love it. Like. They love Queen. They love all the songs. They can sing just about everything, you know, by heart. And nice. so it was a fun show for them to watch. Kieran has been walking around. We will, we will. Yeah. And he's eight. It's funny. We will what? Rocky, Rocky. bro. Oh. Or Rocky. we are the champions. Huh? So what about Shake, Shake, Shake? <laughs> I don't think they did that one. No, that's not a Queen song. Uh, okay. That's a good song, though. <laughs> so... I was very impressed by his acting, though. I really was. I'm well, gonna, that's I'm why he won the the Oscar for Best Male Actor. He should have. He did really well. I've yeah. seen him in Mr. Robot, and usually when I see an actor in other movies, it ca- they carry their character with them. I didn't even know who the guy was. He was so different in this role, and he just killed it. I think. If you want to see something cool, go um, out on the web on YouTube and look for uh, Freddie Mercury Live Aid... Rami Malek side by side and they split screen it and they do his performance at Live Aid uh, with Rami Malek acting it and it's like exact like sometimes you're like yeah I, I would be fooled like I would I don't know which one is which they a little overdid his teeth though I'm gonna say have you ever seen Freddie Mercury's teeth they showed in the Live Aid thing and I thought it looked a little different. no go look at pictures of Freddie Mercury on the web oh really yeah like those teeth are spot on <laughs> 
Like that is that's his teeth. Like huh. fascinating. Yeah. I, that's what I thought too. I was like, oh, those teeth are a little bit much. But when I actually went and looked at pictures of Freddie Mercury, they're spot on. Mm-hmm. So all right, I'll check it out. John, did you remember anything you did? Yeah, I did. So I have been working on my pistol, and I got night sights put on it, and I ordered a handy dandy slide plate back night plate sights. thing. Mm-hmm. So you can shoot in the dark? Well, yeah. It's not just so you can shoot in the dark. It's also so that the front sight has an orange coloring thing. So you can see the sights on the gun, but you can't see target. the target? It's incredibly dangerous, and I, I'm that not really sure. really, really like a great idea, yeah, John. I mean... I, I, don't think, I don't think they're really meant for you to shoot in pitch dark. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're low-light sights yeah, so low that light. They, they glow. That sounds but a little better, low-light. The front sight is a glowing orange. It doesn't glow, but it's a really bright orange, so it's easy to find, and I'm really excited about that. I, I did a lot of work on that to get that set up. and and I um, Did you sight it in? No, I had somebody... I had a shop put the sights on but i won't know if it's sighted until i shoot it you did a lot of work good job i did a lot of work in the research and getting them and getting a good price i'm really tickled about the price i got i got them and then you paid someone to put them on no free well you have to have tools to put them in they don't just so they have to be pressed in so you either have to buy a sight press or you have to take them to a gunsmith and have them press them in for you people use brass and they'll use a hammer and put it in a vice and stuff i'm not a huge fan of that idea it does work but i'm not a huge fan of that so I just I've been doing a lot of work on it, and nice. last week I kind of put all the cherries on top. But I put a scripture on the back plate that's supposed to be for the title of liberty, and I put an American flag over it. But I put the wrong book, <laughs> <laughs> so it's freaking wrong. I'm so Good mad. One, John. I'm so mad. I've been teased a bunch by the people I've sent pictures to, but <laughs> the right person, the wrong book. <laughs> Pretty funny. So yeah, I did that last week. Way to do your research. I I did my research. I was just thinking about the person who did it more than the person who wrote the book when I put in the the details. It's pretty stupid. But another thing I did last week was I cleaned my fish tank. And oh, good job. It has been algaeing over like within days of cleaning it. And I had my light on a did timer. You, did you check the filter to make sure none of your fish put a pebble in it to stop it from working? Yeah, I checked the filter. Yes, I did do that. Ooh, ha, ha. The funny thing is I'm missing a fish, and it's not in the carpet, and it's not it's in the in filter. filter. I think my fish buried it. Not even joking. I think they just put, put the, the... Maybe they ate it. But I feel like there would be some do leftovers. Do you have a, a Mount Wanahakalugi? I I do, kind of. I can show you. I actually have a camera on my tank right now. You could look at it uh, real time. Wow. Yeah. So anyway. Um, so hold on. Hold on. <sighs> Is there ever any chance of you without any clothes on walking in front of this tank at any point? Yes. Because the camera so, has pan tilt, all you have to do is turn it around from where it is to get that kind of fantastic experience. It's true. That sounds great. It's true. you have a hot tub in your house? I can get one. Let's you, do it. Did you know that you can rent pools for in-home births, for water births? You can rent. They're about four feet high, and they're about five foot um, in diameter. And uh, you could fill it up from the sink with hot water, you know, and then you just need a pump to pump out the water when you're done. 
Nice. Privacy of your own home. Could easily what do, about bubbles, John? Could easily do naked hot tub. What? What about bubbles? Five cans of beans and <laughs> bubbles an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> but that would work. Sounds like a plan. Let's do it. Oh, goodness. Let us know when you're setting it up in your living room. Okay. Well, those tubs, um, because they've found a little niche market, which is uh, water birth moms, they, they're kind of expensive to rent. They're like 200 bucks to rent. So I would have to have commitments from both of you and possibly like like some help financially. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, First what do you off, mean you're out? <laughs> one, <laughs> I'm not getting in a hot tub with you guys in an intimate situation in your basement. You Two, about? it's a water birth tub. I'm out. No, no, no. It's been so the way they do it no, is they put a plastic uh, no, sheet in. Nope. Like Mm-mm, your body nope, never touches uh, the actual nope, tub. No, nope. all I I just know what's been in that tub, and I can't do it. Babies. So, have you I ever know. used one of those crockpot liners, Dustin, to cook food in? I don't care, Scott. So <laughs> when you when you're done with it, you just pull the crockpot liner out, and the crockpot's nice and clean and never been touched. If by somebody anything. puts it's a cross, exactly what if somebody happens. puts crockpot liner in my crockpot and filled it full of afterbirth, I would throw <laughs> the crockpot away. Even if there's a liner in it, I don't care. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> when you put it that way, it does sound a little bit gross. Hey, you want to get in there and take a bath with Scott? No, you know what though? I if you put afterbirth in a in a protected thing in a crock pot, and then took it out, I would eat out of the crock pot. You would? Uh huh. Sure. Me I too. Would. Yeah. What's a little afterbirth among friends? Right? Nothing. It's nothing. Sick. These are disgusting. <laughs> While you cleaned your fish tank, I also went fishing. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Did you catch anything? Yeah, I went ice fishing. That explains your nice tan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looked like a strawberry for a couple of days on my face. Nice. Yeah. That's your fish tank as we speak? Yeah, as we speak, that's live. You can see him swimming. I wish the listeners could uh, see that. I know. I can't. Maybe like I could put frozen. a link to my home live cam in my bedroom. No, I shouldn't. No. <laughs> no. Let's don't go there. You could probably charge money if you did that. <laughs> I'm a little side sh- business. I'm pretty sure other people are. <laughs> a little side business. Oh, yep. Pay for the hot tub. Yeah, there you go. So that's what I did. did so back to the fish. Did you catch, Did you bring any home or did you let them No. Home? Freaking strawberry reservoirs. We went ice fishing. I went with my friend Stuart. And uh, when we got to the lake, we got there pretty early. It was probably about uh, 8.39-ish. Actually, maybe a little bit, maybe closer to 8. Between 8 and 8.30. And there was already a bazillion people on the ice. And it was negative 7. And we trudged out there. And the sun came out. And it was nice. I put my sun, my back to the sun. And it was nice and hot on my back. And it was pretty chilly. When the sun went behind the clouds, it, it got a little cold. Negative seven is ridiculous. When we left, it was negative three. Um, but we stayed warm pretty much the whole day. And I caught uh, eight fish. And I lost about 20, 30. They weren't, like, really hitting the bait hard. You know, we were trying to, we were having to set the hook and, and uh, do it just right at the right time to catch the fish. But so we caught fish. And like I said, I had that sun to my back all day long, but the reflection from the snow just beat up on my face. And I seriously looked like a strawberry the next day. My face was so red and it hurt so bad. Like it was bad, bad sunburn. And you didn't get any fish at the end no, of the No, and so eat? it's strawberry. The slot limit is you can have uh, four fish under 15 inches or three, and then one, you can have one fish over 22 inches. Everything I caught was between 19 and 21 inches. 
and that's a pretty big fish. I mean, that's, you know, 21 inches is almost two feet of fish. And I had to throw everything back. We didn't catch one thing inside the slot limit. That sucks. And I had planned on bringing some fish home and try to smoke them, but I'm just going to have to go to the probe or something, catch some fish. And that would have been good. So I had uh captain, he, uh, he hit me up on Xbox live chat saying I should buy a smoker. And I was like, dude, I've thought about it, but it's, I just don't think I'm going to use it. And it's too complicated. And he's like, yeah, my pellet grill's sweet and easy as pie. And then I was like, yeah, plus Dustin Scott are talking about having to put like a polar bear skin over the, over there. So they can stay temperature and everything. He's like, dude, I set my temperature and forget it. I walk away. Well, in the summer, that's how mine works. Oh, you're talking about in the pellet grill. Yeah. In the, yeah. Pellet grill. In the summer, they work a lot better. I think if I was going to do it, I would be a lame pellet griller. So it's not a problem keeping my temperature even. It's a problem getting the temperature high enough. Oh. Oh, so you can keep a constant temperature. You I can just keep can't a constant get, temperature. It's just not high enough. I just can't get it up. Right. I just can't get it up there. I can see how that's an issue. But in the summer, so that's in not the a summer, problem? no. no. Uh, it shouldn't be a problem at all. I should be able to What's the go temperature in difference? So the last time I smoked, I could get it to about 170, which isn't too bad, but I'd really rather have it about between 200 and 225. So Even like up to 250 difference? is fine. Yeah. Wow. I usually run mine. I usually run mine between 225 and 275. And in the summertime, it's easy. In the wintertime, it's hard. And besides that, I don't like being outside in the freezing cold in the winter either. So I don't, I just don't use it as much during the winter, but Hmm. in the summer, it's more fun. Yeah, I, I I think that I would probably just get a pellet grill. But right now, it's so hard for me to get out in the backyard. We don't have a second entrance or anything. You know, I'd have to go up and down stairs a million times, check blah, blah, blah. If these are all first world problems, and these are all lazy problems. And I get that, and you can harass me, and that's fine, but it's just not interesting. Why do you have to go up the stairs a million times? Because I'm in the basement. And why do you have to go up the stairs? What do you think you're going up the stairs to do? Check the temp or You something. just buy a wireless thermometer, dude, and then you just have it on your phone, and it tells you right there. You never have to go up. Those ugly out. drum smokers don't have to be attended as much as my smoker does. Oh, really? Yeah. They're they're, they're pretty good at just set and forget it. Interesting. I have to babysit my firebox a lot more. Because it's smaller? Um, No. I burn... St- burn pretty much pure wood in the ugly drum smoker you burn charcoal with wood and i get my fire started i get my fire started with charcoal and then i switch over to pure wood so the community say about burning charcoal though and like eating the food because doesn't that charcoal have a bunch of chemicals and crap no yeah that's why you buy you have to buy charcoal that's just pressed pure charcoal yeah or you can buy lump charcoal i mean there's a bunch of different charcoals you can use but you buy you have to when you're smoking, you have to buy charcoal with no chemicals in it. So you buy Blue Bag char- Kingston, which is non-chemical, or you buy lump charcoal. I've used Royal Oak or... Why would anyone brand. use anything other than that? They wouldn't. Oh, okay. So so the difference between Dustin... Dustin actually has a fire, mostly, that providing this heat, right? Yeah. There's no fire in mine. It's just coals, and you lower the oxygen flow down enough... To where they just smolder and your and your mm. wood just smokes. It never actually catches fire, mm. and it can go forever at that temperature. But they go like a, so, you know. I use ten to fifteen, twenty briquettes. These guys use like half a bag. Yeah, I use about a half a bag. 
So. To, and just small chunks of wood. So the charcoal's going to go, but the wood doesn't go? The wood, I mean, it eventually it's all black and stuff, but it never starts on fire. It just smokes. So I have a fire running all the time. Like, I have a fire. These guys have just charcoal coals that are smoldering, you know, like a bruquette doesn't actually burn like firewood. Pellet grill has a fire burning the whole time? Uh, yes. It, they feed they feed the pellets into a heating element, and then it it does the same basically does the same thing. It smolders the pellets. So interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. It's not as much work as you think it is, John. Even your lazy butt could probably do it. I I might. I mean, and if you bought Captain Moroni's mm-hmm. and it has a cover and everything, like it's ready, just to throw out on your back patio and be done with it. And it's already built for you, and it's painted. Yeah, but his paints uh, got loyalty to a school. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm ready for Pass, that. Can of spray paint down at the local hardware store will fix that. Put a big Y on it. Put a big white Y on it. Sure. Why? Why would you? I wouldn't. <laughs> I have no allegiances there either. <laughs> just seeing if I could get either one of you to respond. You could just paint it <laughs> black if you needed to. Whatever floats your boat. I actually got a really Very good reasonable. deal on Amazon for like a six, six pack of um, vinyl, high temperature. Oh, paint colors, um, spray paint. Hmm. It was almost cheaper than buying one hmm. of them. I think it was well, it was probably about double, double a single. Well, that's Santa you. calling. I've told him fifteen times that I've been good, and he just does not <laughs> seem to get the. Well, that's because he's got a little device that can actually watch and see you so he knows he told me that that was a violation of hipaa law and uh fcc regulations and would stop but i guess he doesn't didn't you hear about all the secret recording devices in your house yeah but he that they're not from him oh yeah who do you think is responsible for all those not supposed to be from him it's totally him Hmm. he's really the secret um source behind everything that goes on Okay, well, as far as everyone here is concerned, I've been good. So that's, that's what we All answer. Right. I'll believe you, but Santa won't. <laughs> he's a, he's a what have you been up to, Scott? It's been a pretty quiet week for us. Um, Holly's back's really bothering her right now, so we haven't been out doing much. Um, just hanging out at home. Ethan's playing basketball, soccer. Is this the kind of thing where this is just going to be hell for the rest of her life, or is she going to find some relief? No, we're going to the doctor soon. Hopefully they can figure something out. But that's been really bad. So she's been laid up. Um, Why do you have a escalator? Never mind. I just noticed something. I did. I saw a shiny object and a squirrel and said, (laughs) "We're, we're in some new digs. We have a new recording studio. So this is the first time we've recorded here. Um, so I just noticed something, but yeah. I'll ask about it later. It's a totally different part of the vault. It is. They it's have, much nicer. They have here. mirrors, you know, like in ancient Egypt where they'd have mirrors to pass light in. So we can actually, we actually have natural light in here instead yeah. of, instead of uh, the overheads. Yeah. All right. So Dustin, what's our topic? Well, let me just give out a precursor. What do you mean a precursor? Right now. Why do you need a precursor? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give out my um, Your disclaimer. Why do we need disclaimers yeah. around here? What the heck? What's the topic? What is what is the uh, 
it's not uh, although this topic may or does not contain <laughs> any vulgarity or pornography uh, listener discretion discretion is advised, advised. <laughs> I'll just tell you right now if you believe the earth is flat just turn the podcast off right now just call it good be done because I think I'm probably I don't know about that I'm probably oh, gonna probably gonna offend you if you, you think the earth is fat, flat you might so the You're other not day the only one here <laughs> I already know you don't think there's flat either. Whatever. And if Scott does, then we're just going to make fun of Scott for the next don't 40 put minutes. words in my mouth. <laughs> Scott hasn't even watched the documentary. Did you? Yep. Oh, well, fill me in then. Okay. So, about to. so I've, I've known that people believe the earth is flat for a while. I've just not paid any attention to it. So the other day as, I was... As you rightly should not pay attention yeah, to Yeah, I just didn't pay attention to it. I'm like, you know what? Columbus decided the world wasn't flat in 1492. I don't know what new technology or you think. I mean, we've sent people to the the moon. We've seen countless pictures of Earth from outside. We've seen pictures of every other planetary uh, place inside of our solar system. Did we, you take the picture? We know that it's round. So the other day I was sitting at, so. at home on Monday, just bored, and uh, the girls were watching Bachelor. Not my, Not my daughters, but my wife and her girlfriends are watching bachelor in the other room my kids have all gone to bed so i'm like i'll just go lay on the bed go to sleep so i turn on netflix and there's a new documentary on there that popped up and it's called beyond the curve so i was like so i click on it so what is that so it's a documentary about flat earth so i'm like well i need something to fall asleep to (laughs) anything better to do i'm gonna watch this documentary about people who believe the earth is flat and this is where I'm going to offend someone. If you believe the earth is flat and you believe that these people in this documentary do, I, you're dumb. Like, I don't get it. I don't get how you could believe that the earth is flat. But hold on. Just because you don't get how they believe that the earth is flat, why does that make them dumb? And specifically, and, and this is for Scott, the documentary, <laughs> the documentary actually gives us several very intelligent examples of people who believe oh. the earth is flat. Give me one. I don't know them by name, but they have credentials. What do they present evidence that the earth? No, is no, 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 no. My point is the person themselves is not stupid. They're not, they are not brainless. They Just because you have a credential doesn't make you smart. I didn't say it did. And I would argue that's what you were many implying. Ta- no, I would argue that the majority of people believe that credentials make you smart. I'm not saying I believe that. In fact, I'm a staunch advocate that that's baloney, but I'm just saying they, they do interview high profile people famous people that okay so i by saying dumb i'm not saying that they're not educated or i disagree or they what? they have intellect or they have an iq that could be dumb the whole thought and their their thought process and what they're saying why the earth is flat is dumb it, it really so what is that okay so why don't for, you tell for, us? okay so first off they think the earth is flat they think it's flat like a a, a plate right and then they think the outer edge of the circle. So just imagine, let's just imagine a, a, a tenant circle. So they think the outer edge of the circle is uh, a, a thousand foot iceberg. Like Game of Thrones. I, I guess. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Yeah. So they think, they think it's a, a flat disc and around the outer edge of the disc, there is a thousand foot iceberg, which holds all the water on the plate. Right, that keeps us all in. That keeps the keeps the water in. So it's not a waterfall, so you can't sail over the edge of the earth and fall down into 
wherever you would fall down into. Exactly. So then if you take a globe and you take it from the North Pole and you just smashed it flat and all of the the landmass flattened out, right? So North America would be on one side and Asia would kind of be on the other side. So it kind of, you know, becomes kind of a big star and the North Pole is the middle. So now you're flat. So you've just flattened that globe and it's flat. Africa's, you know, what a about finger the South Pole? doesn't exist. So mm-hmm. Australia is there. North America's okay. Yeah, John's showing me the thousand foot iceberg. So North America, South America, and then Australia down the bottom. Africa is a finger. You know, Asia and all of right. that's a finger. Okay. And then they say that if you imagine a yin, a yin and a yang, right? So you have the dot from yin and a yang, mm-hmm. and they've even shown this picture of yang being the light and the yin or whatever being the dark. Right. So that exact same thing that those the moon and the sun spin on an axis, a pivot point from the North pole and it goes in a big circle. So like a mobile over top of this plate, the earth and the moon go over and then all of the stars and everything else is a projection. So how, how does eclipses work? That's a great question. How does but they had answers to that because this documentary was filmed during our last eclipse. They did have an, they did say something about the lunar yeah, eclipse. Absolutely did. Yeah. Solar eclipse, not lunar eclipse. What'd they say? Uh, First of all, he was near uh, a famous city because the bridge or whatever behind him was recognizable. I think he was in Seattle or something like that. Portland. Yeah, that guy's from Portland. Oh, is that why he didn't go anywhere? Yeah, so he stands on one side of the bay too and says, you shouldn't be able to see Portland across this bay because if the world is round, but the horizon's seven miles away, so... He wasn't that far away from the the skyline of Portland. Plus, the skyline of Portland was tall, and so plus he's dumb. Hold on, plus stop impugning you know intelligence on these people because it doesn't matter if they're dumb or smart. The point is, is there? I have some questions based on their right. their premise. Question number one: Let's say that the dome that holds the fake stars, fake solar system, fake sun, fake moon. Let's just say. So, hold on. This is all fake, right? Is this on a fake set in Hollywood? So, they they, they compare make this. that argument many times. They make the comparative that this is the Truman Show. That, oh. that we're in a thousand mile Truman Show dome. Nice. It's got to be more than a thousand miles because. That's what they said. Here's a California, high. 600 miles. So, I don't know. He was just saying. His point is, is you know, they did it in the Truman Show, and and it could be done again. But my question to them is, um, who built that? That's my question. This is a question that I had. Who built that? Hollywood, right? Did they? Sure. Are you talking about Germ- Are you talking about the Truman Show? Or are you talking about the Flat Earthers Dome? Flat Earthers Dome. Who built it? Well, whoever's the architects controlling the the conspiracy, the government. Okay. Well. I hope they find me interesting whoever, in this Petri dish. Whoever designed the Matrix. That's an incredibly... Uh, that I have to I say the believe. DPI on that fake sky is phenomenal. So I hope we get that technology soon. Wouldn't it be easy for these people to prove their theory just by going to this thousand-foot wall and taking a picture of it? That's another question I have. Okay, so we have this thousand-foot wall. What's What has stopped these inquisitive little ants from taking a ship like Truman did and finding the wall? And... 
if they if there have been those people is the argument that they just leave and they don't tell anyone is that is that the point they just get out and, and then the now rest of us there and then now they have this documentary they call it uh flat fighters or earth fighters i c- globe f- i can't remember the name of this this group but their whole point is we don't trust anybody else's evidence so we're going to go find our own so okay, okay hold on let's then i want to go back one sec okay. so you so obviously both seen the Truman Show, right? Yeah. Yep. What did Truman do when he found out that he was in this globe? He, he ran to the edge. And left. Okay. So why don't all these flat earth people who think they're in this dome go to the edge of the earth and get out? Well, for the one guy, he'd have to leave his mom's basement. Yeah, he would. <laughs> so No, he would. Yeah, he would. Um, they start the show off. Now, here's another interesting point to this documentary. The, do- the point of the documentary, I believe is to make people that believe that the earth is flat look like imbeciles. But not they ju- are. but not just them. They included anti vaxxers in there and they included um I think moon landing people in there. To me it I don't felt think I don't think they really were pointing any one person out. I think they were way. I think they were hitting on conspiracy theories. They hit on very specific conspiracy theories and by the way, vaccines aren't a conspiracy theory. Is Elvis dead? That's a conspiracy theory. Did we land on the moon? That's a conspiracy theory. Did dinosaurs exist? That's a conspiracy theory. Do vaccines work? That's not a conspiracy theory. That's just not. It's ridiculous. So because I feel they like do work. Yeah, sure. I feel like they loop that in there to cast shade on that community, which I felt was obnoxious and unnecessary. So. I, I didn't get that I, from it. I mentioned it to my wife, and she didn't either. She said, well, it just seems like people that don't trust the government. I'm like, well, I guess that, that could be the case. But to me, the agenda of the movie, of the of the documentary, is just to say these people are incredibly dumb. And you can draw your own conclusions. I mean, the documentary is out there for you to see. But I, I, don't, <laughs> think, I don't think they were necessarily... I don't think they were necessarily making fun of the people because I think they gave the people... The believe in fat earth a pretty good opportunity to explain i think you watching it not believing in flat earth you are like whoa like okay so you will got on a youtube channel and you've got this group of flat earthers that are all coming up with theories and nobody can prove them and your your big defense is that nobody in science is fighting against you nobody's nobody's trying to prove can you, you wrong imagine if i use that argument to prove whatever i wanted to prove well, the thing of it is, is scientists don't have to try to fight against you because they already know the Earth isn't flat. The, you have no, you have nothing to bring to the table to argue against. You have nothing new except for conspiracy theories. And I think that's kind of where I think someone who has going, hey, man, I think the Earth might be flat. Oh, there's this document on thing on Netflix. They might watch that and then start believing, hey, there's this group of people that that I can relate to. And I think that's totally fine. Well, they would watch it and say, okay, the earth is flat. That falls to me under the freedom of speech. If you want to have a whole bunch of sheep that are completely insane, fine, as long as they're not hurting anyone. I think um, um, unicorns are real, and nobody's just trying to disprove that. So obviously... The scientists haven't come after you to make sure that you know you're wrong yet? Nope. That oh, must be true. And Nobody, Bigfoot. There isn't a single web page that go out there that scientists are trying to prove unicorns are not real. So, I really so did, they are real. I really did try... I really made an effort watching this documentary to to ask myself or ask them constructive questions. And I feel like the dome is so high tech 
What's the difference between the architects and God? And is there a difference? So do they believe in God or don't they? I have no idea. I don't get the impression that they do. But in order to build this dome this big, it has to... Okay, so think about um, think about the conference center that's right right down uh, the valley from us. Okay, do you, I don't know if you remember, but when they constructed that, the architects had to find a beam. It's a very specific beam that could span the distance so that there were no columns in the auditorium obstructing your view. But it's not a dome. <clears throat> it's not a dome. And I know that there is some structural um, stuff that goes into, you know, just like masonry with an arch. Yeah. You know, it, there is some structure to that. But it doesn't matter because uh, you have to get the material that's strong enough. Uh, is steel strong enough to, to hold up billions and billions and billions well, the, of pounds? The of thing about when they build, when they build uh, It's all in the back domes. of a turtle. You got to think of how, like, on the playground, you used to have those, like, monkey bars or domes, and they're built in little triangles. Like, you could pull the center out of that, and it'll stand, because the way that you build those little cells. But the weight of it, the weight of it. So, are we on a... Maybe it doesn't weigh that much. If it's just a big screen, you can get screens super thin now, like almost paper. Again, again, if you have that technology, what's the difference between the architects and God? Well, they've always said if you get any significant they argue advanced that technology, that they it's argue magic. They argue that people on in the dome, governments, are behind the conspiracy. And I don't believe that anyone in any government has the technology necessary to make this work. Here's what Why I think. Why do they think they do it? I, that's another question that I have is what's the point? If they have that what much the technology and they want to do well, that, the, why not just rule the world and destroy us all? Well, they say it's to keep you dumb. And and this is a this is an issue that I have with um, people who believe these things. They have serious trust issues, okay? I distrust certain organizations. I know that I do. I don't need to bring them up here. There are certain organizations I distrust. They distrust basically everything. In fact, the, one of the people in the film is asked, who do you trust? And she said, myself. Yeah. And if, and if I haven't touched it, if I didn't take the picture, I don't believe it. He, he, here's the thing. So uh, I, know, I know you guys know this, but maybe not everyone else knows this, but I really got into RCFPV, right? And I got into RCFPV in its infancy. What's state. RCFPV? Just so, for somebody who might not know. So I'm flying a remote-controlled drone through goggles, so I'm basically on board. What's what the difference between a drone and an airplane? Oh, a quadcopter, four propellers, able so to... So RCV stands for radio-controlled first-person view. First-person view. Okay. Okay, so I got into that in its pretty infant stage, and then there started... To get a little momentum behind it, technology got built better, and this community started to grow on YouTube. And it was like people just clawing over top of each other, and they were bad-mouthing each other, and they were saying, this doesn't work, and his technology is garbage, and blah, 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 blah. And I stuck with the same... At one point in time, I figured out that I didn't have to keep buying you know, and, and building and making things better. I could just use the same technology and... I could get better if I just practiced. Well, all of these guys just clawed over top of each other and tried to disprove that everybody's other stuff was garbage. And then eventually there was this little group of people that finally just said the same thing that I was thinking. You know what? 
I spend all my time building and tuning and changing. I never get any fly time. I never get better. So once you kind of got under the idea that if you just keep everything the same and you just practice, you become a better pilot. It doesn't matter what equipment you have. You can do all the same stuff with the equipment. And I kind of relate that whole process to what's happening here on the flat earth. And it was pretty apparent. One guy came up with a theory, started some YouTube channel. Uh, He became the guy. And then all of these other people started emerging in the wings. And now they're wearing the only shirt that dude Mark wears has something to do with, I am Mark so-and-so, I'm a flat earther, blah, blah, blah. Me, 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 my, my, my. My license plate's this, and now they've got all these web shows, and they've got all these events that they're creating, and they're starting to build some notoriety, and they're just feeding people, trying to get them to follow them. And and that's what I think this whole thing is about. It's it's not, I I don't, I mean, obviously they think the earth is flat, but I think if, if something physically came out and, and proved them 100% wrong, if someone put them in a rocket, flew them to the moon and let them look at the earth, I don't think they would come out and say that the Your earth is CIA round operative. because they've built that following and they've built the trust of those people. And they're now kind of like in their own little group, they're famous, they're the leader and they're picking off, you know, that other dude, they've, they've shunned him because he's mean and whatever. And, you know, and so now it's just, it's that claw to the top. And I think that's what it is. Another thing that stood out to me in this documentary is that the guy said in the very beginning, I'm, I'm bored. I know all the conspiracies. I'm bored. And that's what Genesis his, uh, push for flat earth. I'm bored. So it sounds like, He's basically created a religion around this. And he has. And and that's fine. And he's taking advantage. Uh, he might not even believe he it. He absolutely maybe. is taking advantage of people. Sure. But that's not illegal. But not really for monetary but, yeah. but not really for monetary gain. I think he's making money off this YouTube channel. He's absolutely well, off, money, off, the U- off the YouTube channel he's making money. He's making money from donations. He's making money. He's getting money, dude. Homeboy ain't working for free. But he's not selling. It didn't really seem like he was selling any one yeah, product. Well, He's only selling the idea. But that's, I mean, that's, that basically you've defined a religion. Isn't that what religion is? You yeah, come up with an idea, religions. you get followers who sure. are willing to financially support you. And pretty soon, you know, you are, um, sure. You have a religion. Yeah. Science is a religion. Yeah. It's also a process, but it's also a religion. Okay. So yes, that's true. But that's not the point. So is he a cult leader? Is he a religion? All this stuff? Maybe. Sure. Whatever. The point is, is how true is it? Does Is it worth investigating? Is it worth joining his church? What are the benefits of his church? What are the benefits of this idea? What's the benefit of lying to the world about the globe? What is the benefit? What is the financial benefit for these world overlords to tell you that the globe is a globe and not a pancake. What is the financial? I don't believe there is one. I definitely believe that people are, are capable of being corrupt and disgusting. But how is their corrupt disgustingness in telling us that the earth is a globe any less or more moral than these people telling us that it isn't? Well, it was pretty funny in that one. There was one part where, you know, the dude, I can't remember what his name was, but it's the guy that nobody likes anymore who's kind of the originator. I think it was Mark or something like that. It said they tried to get him to be on the documentary, and he yeah. said he wanted $5,000 up yeah. front. Yeah, and yeah. 
and 10 or 12 percent of the rest of the proceeds made from the documentary all money so yeah he was a money a money grabber (laughs) so another thing that i thought was was interesting the they definitely the people doing the documentary definitely don't believe the earth is flat okay they they include an astronaut they include some other people but what i thought was extremely amusing was a couple of tests that they did okay that completely failed in their face toward the that the earth is round in fact um one of them was that they put a gyroscope um a laser gyroscope into a <coughs> into a well they just used it and that first um experiment proved that the earth was round it was a 15 degree move over a certain amount of time right um which is backed by our math already so they knew when they saw that number oh shoot and the funny thing about it dustin is that it didn't come back at seven and it didn't come back at 480 it came back at exactly the number that people claiming that it's a globe it would have to be it actually is yes (laughs) but that's that's the thing that's so funny about it because they could have done this test and they could have got this wild number right but it wasn't. It was the number it, it exactly should have been. So then they do this other test. They shoot a laser um, over a couple of miles, and they measure. And if, if it's flat, it should hit 777 or whatever the number. It doesn't matter. The point is it should hit the same point on the, on the line. And they did that, and they finagled it and finagled it. And finally they got it to work by using a flashlight instead of a laser because a laser was too broad on the paper by the time it hit it. Because the laser goes too far? Well, <laughs> the, I think the laser was expanding over distance, and so... Yeah, it starts to diffuse. So yeah. a flashlight doesn't diffuse over distance? Well, the, what well, they did was they... See, the laser goes over a couple of miles, and right. the flashlight's over a couple of feet, so, right. you know... So, yeah, the curve rate, over a couple of feet doesn't matter very much. Here's the point. So they do it. They do the test, and they find out from the test again the exact measurements as if the world was round. And then they said, well, no, 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 this doesn't count because um, there were bushes in the way. So, and then, oh, let me get back to the gyroscope because I I forgot after Dustin said. So then, because the gyroscope came back conclusively that the Earth was round, um, they were like, well, let's put it in a, what's it, what was the mineral? I must have fallen asleep. Are you serious? You yeah. missed all this, this stuff? This is like right at the end, right? No. This is the beginning. First of all, the gyroscope experiment was at the beginning. The the light um, thing and the laser was at the end. But anyway, so he's like, we're going we're gonna to get kryptonite, you know, and we're going to put it in a kryptonite shell to keep the radiation from the atmosphere from messing with our gyroscope. And it's like, wait, so now you're saying that I'm just, I'm just frustrated because it'd be one thing with the moon landing, we're missing some data, and that's a fact. Okay, we're missing some data, and and we can't just go do an experiment tomorrow and be like, oh yeah, we did it. But the world being round, you can go yourself with your own eyeballs and your own hands and do these tests, you know, and find out for yourself. It's not that hard. My brother, I talked to my brother about this. He's really frustrated. He has a flat earther uh, uh, plant employee, plant grower, <laughs> gardener. And um, 
so he's had a bazillion conversations about this and he's I sent him the link to the Netflix documentary he's like I don't really want to watch this I've had enough of this topic you know <laughs> and but oh, shoot I forgot the point of that um Cause anyway, because you, you forgot, man. <laughs> I think uh, yeah. I think the point of this is that you can get people to adamantly believe. Oh, sure. Anything, absolutely. Despite facts, mark. Yeah, despite facts, because despite of, evidence, but, despite. And I'm sure every single one of us believes something that's probably two things stand out to me. That's probably disproven by facts. Fine. Two things stand out to me. One was that it was all about him. It was all about Bronson. I am number one. I am the guy. I am the founder. I found this out. I am the coolest. Okay. All about him. And the other thing was these people just don't have trust. So There's no trust. Well, let me ask you this because I thought this also. You know, so the, the lead guy, Mark... He spends a lot of time with his mom in the documentary. Yes, he does. What's for dinner, mom? Yeah. Well, we're going to have, you know, applesauce. Oh, I don't like applesauce, mom. Oh, that's okay, son. You're going to eat it anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> then there's the the lady, right? She's pretty attractive for her age and kind of her deal, right? I mean, she wasn't wearing much, if that makes her attractive. And but, she wasn't. Okay, so even if you looked from the head up, okay. she was pretty attractive. I mean, she, she was wasn't, fine. she wasn't, you know... Horrible looking. Okay. Do you feel like she used him because she was going to move there? They were spending time together. And then, and then it became a thing where like, oh, hey, we're both doing this. And then she's like, I decided not to move. And, and now it's kind of like, well, you were supposed to move here and we were supposed to spend our life together and everything. And that, well, now I don't need to because I'm popular too. You've drugged me into the inner circle of flat earther. And now we have this thing where we go on every week and I'm just as famous as you are. And she just totally used him to get the to get to the top. I don't know if she did it with strategy, but it certainly happened. I, I don't know if she did it maliciously or because she's so smart or if she rode the coattails and realized one day I actually don't need this guy and I actually don't like him as much as he thinks I do. I don't know. I actually have no idea. But that whole situation to me is is fascinating. I think that there are a lot of loopholes. A lot of them, you know, and with God, you can say faith, you know, fine with this. I mean, unless the architects are God, how do you I don't know how you make a dome that big. Why can't you just say that then? What do you mean? The architects are God. They could, but they haven't. I don't think they believe in a God. I think they believe in an evil, corrupt government. Hell bent on on. I have faith that there's a government. It, that's corrupt enough and has the technology in order to pull this off. Cool. That so makes really, it, that at least closes that one loophole. Doesn't that, doesn't it all come down to faith for them too? Because isn't faith yeah, but when not you act on something Scott. Scott. that is yes. not yes. seen? Yes. yes, but they're not acknowledging that. So for me, you say, you believe in God. Where is he? And I go, oh, I, I can't produce him. And you're like, see? Okay, so I can't. That's a, a matter of faith. These people aren't even trying to admit that there is one. They're, no, they they're don't just, use the word faith, but they do say, hey, there's a great government conspiracy that has the technology to do this. They definitely say and there's a greater power. That. They did? And they believe well, that. Well, obviously, are they, are they wouldn't. Th- their conspiracy of somebody hiding says that there's a greater power 
keeping the truth from us. No, no, no. But the greater power is humans that are living in the dome with us. It's still of a greater power, right? It's still a greater power. So they are magnitudes more intelligent than so us. Somebody, just like, somebody that's doesn't what they believe. S- that's what they women. have faith in. They don't use the so, word faith because faith sure. has a religious connotation. Sure. And sure. some but some religious that. some religions don't believe in a greater being outside of the earth. They believe that somebody on the earth, you know, is is God or whatever. Really, is God? I, Other a religions prophet, thinks a prophet is not God. Well, there, there are religions, there are cults, there are whatever that, that see that thing as being the greater being. But and Buddha's so, is not on earth. Didn't he live on earth? I don't know. I don't yeah. know enough about Buddha to say. And I would, but, I would I say, know. I would say those, some of those are more cultish than they are religion, but I don't know they the believe, they believe that there is a, a, a higher being or higher something lying to us all. And controlling us and and playing, and that's certainly possible. And they can't prove it, and we can't prove that they're not. I mean, what we can do is there's a lot of evidence to say that the Earth is round. There is correct, and but we can't say necessarily about the ethereal stuff that's conjecture. That there or isn't whatever. a great government cabal with sure. the technology to make all their experiments fail and sure. make us believe the Earth is round. Yeah, and then the other thing is they open up the show with like this scatter plot of airplanes and he's like look none of them go near the edge and i'm like that is your argument well so what they're saying yeah what they were saying is nothing circles the globe so they were trying to say that like if you were going to leave california and fly you know because a lot of like if you're going to japan you fly over the pacific if you're in um you know the east coast you'll fly over the atlantic and then take hops to get there so what they're saying is that what they're saying is they don't directly fly over the ocean that they just fly north and then down and they're always over top of land was was kind of what they were saying with the watch tracking the flights. I I found that to be absurd. Didn't they read the book Around the World in 80 Days? Probably not. They read other books like 9-11 Never Happened or It Was a Government Job, and they read books like Michael mm-hmm. Jackson's Still Among Us or something like that. Elvis Lives. I think Men in Black is probably the, <laughs> the book that they, <laughs> that they read. I'm not sure. But I, I, respect yeah, their, aliens. I respect their right to free speech. Living I, amongst us. I oh, am, I'm totally on board now because it's aliens. I am personally <laughs> frustrated any time I feel like somebody is um, exploited or taken advantage of and bled dry, but... The argument could be made that I'm doing that for my God and all that and my beliefs. So I, I get that. So I guess all of us have to be tolerant to some level of disappointment. So here's my here's my thing. You can say whatever you want. But that also means I have the ability sure. to say whatever I want. Sure, and sure. if whatever you want to say is stupid, I have the right to say it's stupid. Sure. I, would, I don't disagree. So I'm just saying that that's where we are. I don't think that we should make laws that say that people that believe in conspiracy theories can't have a platform. I I don't think anybody's advocating to have a law that says that. Okay. Are they? Well, the truth of the matter is they call it hate speech or they call it, you know, you're exploiting people and they they call it something different. But ultimately what they're trying to do is say you're not allowed to think that way. And then they can't. Mm. The earth isn't flat. The earth is not flat. It's round. The earth isn't round either. I'm here to tell you today. Okay. It's square. It's square. 
It's a new theory I got. It's it's uh it's square. It's egg shape. Let it be known to all of you listeners that Dustin Phillips is the founder of the Square Earth Theory. You heard it here first. There is no one else to argue the title. It is his. You cannot have it. What what is a twenty sided die called? Is it a polyhedron or something like that? Poly just means multi sided. So. There is something be, from the, no, dec- the decahedron or something do, like that. Yeah, do, I can't remember. Do, I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. That's what the look Earth it is. It's a 20-sided dice, and we're all just uh, <laughs> being in a, in a cosmic game of Dungeons & Dragons. I know being is that ruled by a, a dungeon master somewhere rolling dice to decide I, our fate. I've I like rolled it. an uncanny number of natural ones. I'm done. We're good. Not a fan of natural ones. What if we lived on the natural one? Yeah, that's the... No, that would probably be like, uh, never mind. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> well, tell me when we're not recording. <laughs> funny. I don't know. I couldn't come up with a good area that was, that I, was the bad part. I enjoy documentaries. The, the South Pole. I've watched several. I've watched several about global warming. I've watched several about a lot of things. And one thing that holds true to me is people trust some people and don't trust others. And when you say that there are facts, there are only facts if you trust a certain people and and you and you're totally fine with that and you're going to say yeah that's that's right you know and then you're going to be on your moral high ground but there are people that just simply do not trust those same people and you can say what you want about them but i find that interesting and um but again to me this goes back to at the root of all this is you there are people who will believe anything sure and there are people that will trust no one as well Yes. They'll believe anything and also they will trust nothing but Which their own Which is eyeballs. kind of ironic because it's def- usually the people who trust no one who will believe anything. Right? Uh, that's the way it looked uh, on the documentary. <laughs> so, I mean, I, that's a horrible, to me, that's a horrible way to live. Really, that's the, that's the world you live in. Everyone is horrible and disgusting and a liar and trying to screw you out of something. What a no, horrible way to that live. That is a bad way to live. Oh, that's not how I want to live. I'd and, rather and have then, trust in people and yeah, be screwed over a few yeah, times. And believe and just, that people are good. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing is, is if the world's flat, I don't care. It doesn't affect because us, really. Because I've never left the continent. So I've never even crossed an ocean, not one time ever. Me neither. Yeah. Let's so, do it. So guess what? I don't care. Let's find the edge. I'm, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> That's expensive <laughs> and cold. Let's build a sailboat and find the edge. That's expensive and cold. I'm Come not on, gonna, Truman. No. So do we build the sailboat out of metal or out of wood? <laughs> metal, a, of course. That's a great question. That's a great question. <laughs> Just kidding. We build it out of wood. We should Metal's ask the heavy. architects and see if they can give us some of their uh, dome material for our boat. Yeah. Then Let's we could have it, it lightened and, and large. So I saw them build on um, Mythbusters. They built a boat out of duct tape. Wow. That's brave. That's a when your kids get into high school. Well, actually, maybe it's, it was junior high. Maybe they're not doing. Oh, Ethan's not in STEM. Or not in STEM in uh, Mesa. He wants to get in it next year. But yeah. yeah. They, I think they're building a duct a duck tape boat right See, now. There you go. Duct tape's cheap. We could build a boat out of duct tape. And I'm not going. Be good. I'm not going. You're not going. How are you going to prove the earth isn't flat I then? I don't have any intention, nor do I care. <laughs> what if we built a rocket ship out of duct tape and went to the moon and found the flag? 
That's are an, you on, that's are an, you on board with that one? That's another yes. I would like evidence of that, non photoshoppable so, evidence. So we're gonna build a. You're you're on board building a rocket duct tape. No rocket, just a huge ace telescope. I can look through it and trust that it hasn't been tampered with and see the flag on the moon. Actually, I can't trust that. You could easily put a little sticker flag on one of the lenses and and have it show up. I, I can't trust that either. Never mind. But see, what you're assuming is that that so they so the first man stepped on the moon in 1969, right? Allegedly. So you're assuming that since the moon doesn't have an atmosphere that it will be perfectly preserved and the flag will still be standing and that no solar winds or dust or meteors or anything or would cause that flag to be buried in in the sand convenient excuse now here's the other thing um so in the show a guy drops a mic and they get the flat earthers are furious oh they think that because a mic drops that that proves gravity blah 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 and I'm like, dude, guys, this, these tests have been done by so many people over so many hundreds of years that I feel like you being mad about something that has been tested and that you could literally go test yourself um, is ridiculous. I think we should watch First Man and then do the same moon landing story after you've watched First Man. I, I should watch it. I didn't know if it was good, but it's in Redbox. I watched it. It's is good. it good? It's a little bit dry because I don't think... Is Neil it a documentary Armstrong. or a docu-movie or whatever? It's a it's a docu-movie, I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the story of Apollo 11, the first man stepping on... Neil Armstrong stepping on the moon. Oh, boy. So, total propaganda. Okay. Right. Well, you should be... I mean, they probably use actual the actual studio... That they filmed, they the, filmed moon in the first place? landing in the first place. So it's literally the, like, um, yeah. it's, it's what do they uh, call it? Historically accurate. Historically accurate. <laughs> All right, I'll watch that. I'll rent it. They went right on location, right? It was filmed on location. So speaking of astronauts, they had one that like apparently or allegedly did backflips in space, you know, and was talking about his experience in space. But these people, they, they don't trust him. He's an operative of the government, and that was faked, and they don't trust that he did that. And it's so interesting. <laughs> I like their favorite thing is when they show a picture of the Hubble telescope in space, and they said, what, the Hubble telescope took a picture of itself? How's that going to happen? And I was like, I, I sat there for a minute, and I was like, what? what What are they trying to say? And I rewound it, and I watched it, and they're like, yeah, that's a picture of the Hubble, the Hubble telescope, but what did it do, take a picture of itself in space? And I'm like, well, no, obviously somebody who deployed the Hubble telescope took a picture of it before it was too far away. It, it didn't take a picture of itself. Like, how dumb. There are a million ways it could have taken a picture of itself. One, it could they could have included a selfie stick uh, on board right. the Hubble. Super duper long okay. selfie stick. Yeah, right? like a 70 no, foot what, long what, selfie stick. Drone, what, they're saying, drone. what they're saying is that nobody could have taken a picture of the Hubble telescope because it's in space. So it would have to have taken the picture of itself, which doesn't make any sense. So I can't follow that. It's it's kind of like you, like it's you, not like me at all. You say, "Well, how did they take pictures of the moon or landing when nobody was already on the moon?" I didn't say that. That's I don't even you, know what you're saying. You, we talked about this already. <laughs> I don't know. What you're We've already about. talked about moon landing. We're way over time. It's time to all end. Right. Okay. Such an interesting topic, though. So, what's and the name of the documentary again? Uh, Beyond the curve. Beyond the curve. Beyond yeah. the curve on Netflix. If you want to watch it, and I guess I'm going to do it now because. You I really wasn't that intrigued, but now I'm a little more intrigued. 
Um, my brother is so upset by these people. He does. He likes science. That's his religion. And so to watch people literally hate on science and turn their back on it pissed him off so bad he, he couldn't stand to watch it. <laughs> so, um, you know, be, be aware of that. But yeah. Okay. Uh, axe throwing. We got to cover it. Oh yeah, axe throwing. <sighs> Jonathan. What? I didn't do any homework. Did you uh, get us a reservation and stuff? And I haven't stuff? even looked at the website. So I don't uh, think we're going to need a reservation. So far, we've got two, three, possibly four people. I think they're going to go axe throwing. So I asked I asked Elizabeth if she wanted to go, and she's like, yeah, that sounds fun, but I don't know how I'm going to do it with a baby. Plus, none of the other wives are as cool as I am, so they'll probably not go, and it would be weird if I was the only well, wife. Well, the wives are way cooler than you are. Oh, <laughs> So anyway, uh, can Elizabeth come and you stay? Probably oh, true. With I the mean, baby? I can't <laughs> lactate, but I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm close, you know. So anyway, um, but I thought maybe I'd bring Jonah. I don't know if they have an age limit. Do they? You have to be 16. Is that the minimum? I'm pretty sure it said 16 and older. I'll double check. That doesn't surprise me. But if I can take him, I will. I think you'd have a blast. I'm pretty sure I read on the web page that you had to be 16 years it's of age or older. Perfectly reasonable to okay. assume that. But I'll double check. But anyway, yeah. So we have what four or five? Then you said. Uh, I think I think four. I know Booty and Captain Moroni. Uh-huh. So Matt and Tim. Uh-huh. Uh My friend David, I think, is DH Tour. Yeah, and and then I have another friend Andy that um, I think. Can I just say to DH Tour that sometimes I see him on, and we should hook up. It's on. He's his kids are getting on Netflix. He's actually been in Argentina for the last two weeks. Oh. He just barely got back from Argentina. Okay, well, send me a PM on Xbox chat when you want to play. And he'll listen to this podcast probably in like a month. Oh, so what time are we doing this? I think that we should do. Well, you wanted to do it dinner after first, soccer, right? After soccer, correct? And then dinner, and then do it, correct? So Ethan can't go either. Then I assume. I wasn't planning on taking him. Okay. So if you're done with Ethan at 6 and you drive over to Fashion Place area. I have to drive him home first. So, Do we want to do Mekong that night then? Sure. Slacker? Let's do it. Yeah, that will work. We could do Mekong that night. Mekong, 6.30-ish. And I'll be there as soon as I get there. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. Be good to start that sooner. Well... When we you've got 15 people eating at a restaurant, it won't be 15 it takes people. Freaking ever. It'll be seven. So, so far, it still it's takes seven. a long time. Seven or eight. And probably less than eight. Okay. Yeah. Just takes time okay. to eat and whatever. I'll eat fast. Eat pushing us pretty late, but okay. So if it took us an hour and a half to eat, we're what, at what, eight o'clock? What? An hour and a half to eat? Well, first of all, we don't know when you're showing up. I'll be there right we'll at order. We'll order for we Scott, order so for when him? he sits down, we'll be ready. What do you eat? want? I'll eat whatever you order for me. Are you serious? Yeah. Even heat level? Scott? Sure. Scott doesn't care about really? heat. Really? He doesn't? No. You have to be willing to eat it, too, though. So it oh, has there's to be... nothing that she serves I'm not willing to eat. You have to be willing... You can't just say, oh, I want the hottest thing that ever touch your thing that you're not willing to eat. I'll, I'll order for you. I've okay. had two times authentic, and... It roasted my mouth and my hole. So, so if you're I had, willing to I've eat had authentic. <laughs> I've had hotter than authentic 
and no, no, I've no, never no. had it on the way out. Two times authentic. I don't Her care. Oh, two, ti- oh, two times yeah. authentic. And he puts the Sorry. peppers in. I thought the you had authentic twice, and I'm like, I've had authentic, no. and it's not hot. And when I made my own hotness, it was hotter than authentic, and it killed me. I heard one of her patrons say, I want three times authentic. And I was like, Whew. So I thought, okay, I'm a bad A. I'll try two times authentic. It was the hottest mother-loving dish of food I've ever had in my so life, and I won't do it again. you order for me anything that you're willing to eat. Okay. So I don't want like 10 times authentic. Okay. Just so then can we have everyone meet at like 6.15 then? And then maybe we'll get our food around 6.30, 6.45? Well, We'll, let's just say we'll be there at 630 okay. and we'll sit down and we'll start ordering. Scott will be there between 630 and 7. It will only take us 15, 20 minutes to eat. Yeah. We're, we'll so be that quick. That still puts us out by 730. And if, you, if you're worried about having time, then we should go someplace where it's not so sit down and so time dependent. We could go to Taco Bell. There's a Taco Bell right by there. No. <laughs> Del Taco. <laughs> Burger King. We... Uh-huh. We we already have a list of guys. We'll we'll figure something out. Okay. We'll we'll shoot for Mekong. If it doesn't work, then maybe, we'll text it out and we'll do something. Different. Maybe if you're interested in going to this, um, let us know if Mekong would put you home too late. And if it wouldn't, we'll just scratch it. Nobody but you cares about getting home at a certain time. Really? Yep. Really. Okay. Well, if that's true, then let's plan on Mekong, and then we'll. I'll just have to get home late. Okay. Sounds good. It's not like you don't stay up late anyway. I typically do, but something about I just I have my needs. I don't know. Destiny. I don't. It's not Her name destiny. is Destiny. It's not Destiny. It's just being able to wind down for an hour oh, or two before destiny I dos. I mean, I don't know. How about if you'll be home by nine, and then you can have two hours before you go to bed at eleven? That's probably fine. Okay. All right. So it's not like we're asking a whole bunch for me, man. Jeez. No, you're not. I'm looking forward to it. It's my right. suggestion. So there we go. We'll plan Mekong 6.30 for now. If that changes, we will let you know. The people we will, we so will let you know. That's our, our episode for this week. See what I did host? there? What? I did. I saw what you did. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. That's our episode. I'm your host, Scott, for John. Later. And Dustin. Shake your booty. Shake your booty. <laughs> We're out, and may the force be with you. again for joining us on this week's podcast you can find more episodes show notes and links at our website at www.regularguysrandomthings.com you can also find us on all the social media platforms like facebook twitter and instagram if you enjoyed this week's podcast please like comment and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice once again thanks for listening and catch us next week for a brand new episode The Earth is egg. It's an egg. Run, it's hatching.